giving me pockets, pockets. Please welcome the stage. The guy who's already stood on the stage. It's Sean Hastings, everybody. Yay! Woo! Oh, yes. It is a sweltering Saturday. The, sh the room is full so much so I had to sneak you two guys in and your two wives who wouldn't. Are they your wives, brother? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> How long have you been married to your wife? 24 years. Get the fuck out of here. You, neither of you look old enough to be married 24 years. You were 17? Did you actually get married when you were 17? 20, 20, we're not long 50, believe it or not. You're not long for 50? Yeah. What, what do you do in the morning? Shower, shit. <laughs> what, what do you do in those things that make it you look so young? Like most of us flush our shit down the toilet. Do you rub it on your face or something? Do it all at the same time. Saves time. More time to look young. You take a shit in the shower? And a shave. But what if you're shitting and then you're shaving and then you sneeze and you cut up something very important? Life's a risk. I love your attitude, brother. <laughs> and, uh, and what is your name, my man? Sean. Sean. Name of my third favorite professional wrestler. Sean Michaels, the heartbreak kid. Yeah. Thank you, wrestling fans. Nice to see you. Top two. Pardon me? Top two. Top two? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, he's number two, obviously. And then number one, Bret Hart, because I'm Canadian. Yeah, it was Owen Hart, but then, yeah, thank you. <laughs> Fuck yeah, little Ric Flair. Woo! For those of you who don't know what professional wrestling is, it's like your sports, only a thousand times better. And because um, we don't waste time with like who's gonna win, who's gonna lose, it doesn't matter. One of them's wearing a robe and the other one's dressed like a bumblebee and they're gonna hit each other with a chair. That doesn't happen during cricket, does it? No, it just takes eight hours and they throw a heavy ball. In my thing, if the two competitors don't like each other, they put them inside a steel cage and then they throw barbed wire at one another. That's sport, not whatever you guys like. Now back to you, Sean. What? Jack. Yeah, it was a Cactus Jack reference. The problem with doing wrestling references to people who don't know wrestling is they just look at you like, what, what language are you speaking now? <laughs> you sound like you've gone insane, but about fairy tales. That's right. And Ric Flair, your favorite wrestler? He's up there, isn't he? Gotcha. You don't really like wrestling, but you know the name Ric Flair and you're going with it? <laughs> I like your stuff. Listen, I know you want to have the Ric Flair's not the greatest in the world debate. We will have it after the show, because I can see the looks on these people's faces, and they're just like... Who the fuck is Ric Flair, and why is she being discussed right now? <laughs> and Sean, what do you do for a living, sir? Teacher. Oh, and what do we teach? Children. <laughs> you guys didn't see his face, which is what made it creepy. He went, children. <laughs> like, what do you teach him, Sean? Math. Math. Oh. Oh, yeah, math, yeah, 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 as opposed to maths. Which is, yeah, it's how you guys say it. I say math, we're different people. Don't be xenophobic. <laughs> Welcome me into your culture, all right? I've adjusted everything else. I call it the bin, I call these trousers, and then my underpants, my pants, much to the confusion of everyone. All right, someone's coming in. Come on in, open the door. Open the goddamn door. Who's out there? Oh, hi guys, how are you? No, do not close the door on them. <laughs> hey guys, uh, the show is full right now, but Thank you so much for coming. And I was just talking about you guys with the whole audience. And guess what? They love you. <laughs> Is that right, guys? Yeah. Say I love you to them. I love you. I love you guys. Come back tomorrow or more than likely never again. Or come to my page show, 940 at the Pleasance Courtyard. That's really fun. What's your name, miss? Dossie. Is the man you're with your boyfriend? 
Oh, Darcy, you can come in. <laughs> See you later, Darcy. That was pretty awesome. I was, I was a little concerned because I saw his forearm and he could punch daylight through my head, but she had something to her. She looked like the kind of girl that the Beatles would write a song about, but not Mary, because they were already married. They cheated on their wives a lot, right, Sean? Yes, they did. Favorite number, Sean? 24. Interesting. Why 24? It's kind of, it's, it's, it's Who th knew that he would have a lot of thought about this? <laughs> I thought he'd be like, fun to say, but I like, you literally, he went like this. I'm like, there's going to be points. All right, I'm getting off the stool to avoid spinal diseases, and we're going to figure <laughs> out why 24 is the maths teacher's favorite number. Go through the factors for starters. I got, um, um, how do I say this properly? Uh, asked to leave every math class I was in. So I'm going to leave all the maths chat to you, brother. And if you want to talk about history of professional wrestling or cool facts about pump, punk bands, you come to the guy wearing the Bon Jovi t-shirt, not the guy who looks like he just escaped from yachting monk monthly's cover. That would have got more of a laugh if I could have said the word monthly as opposed to monkly, which is not a word, is it? And what a horrible magazine yachting monkly would be. A magazine all about monks that yacht. <laughs> Father, Father Francis just purchased this canoe. He's never seen a body of water. He's too busy making beer in Germany. Yachting Monkey, however, would be a great magazine. That would be a fucking awesome magazine. Just monkeys on yachts? Pensile tails and everything. Oh my god, and the little fucking stupid sailor caps? Oh, <laughs> I smell a business idea. We'll start it off like underground, like a zine, right? For like the hipsters, right? Like we won't call it a, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll call it like, mm, too big, too soon. Goddamn right. You'll be the numbers man. I'm ideas man. All right. Okay. I know it was your idea, but let me be the Bob Kane and you be uh, the um, Bill Finger. Bob Kane is the guy who claims he created Batman, but he didn't actually. He was just the guy who was the editor of the comic book. And he's. Yeah, no, he didn't just take the money, he took everything. And this other guy, Bill Finger, who had created like the Joker, Robin, Alfred, named Batman Bruce Wayne, because Bob Kane's idea for Batman was a, a man who was also a bat, who just ate criminals, and they were like, that sounds like the worst idea for something ever. <laughs> and he's like, no, it's good, it's good. Make him red, and he'll live in Chicago, because that's where I'm from. All right, see you later. And they're like, and so then Bill Finger was like, let's make him a billionaire so he can afford all of that sort of stuff, and he'll have an English butler, and he'll have this weird orphan that he's basically kidnapped from his family, <laughs> and for some reason that orphan will wear tr like uh, underpants <laughs> and be bare-legged even in the winter, and he'll call him Robin, and it'll be like sort of, It'll be weirdly father and son and also weirdly very tense because they're both attracted to Catwoman and it makes us all very uncomfortable. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, and Bill Finger, uh, he died in a studio apartment and Bob Kane recently purchased a part of the moon. So the world's not just. Right, Sean? Couldn't put it without myself. It's you're beautiful. That was a beautiful thing. You, you will write the, uh, the notes of the editor for when we launch Yachts <laughs> Monkey Magazine. <laughs> You'll start each, each column, ooh, ooh, ah, ah, fellow captains. <laughs> Today we set sail for Skull Island. The reason why you'd say Skull Island, home of King Kong, he was a monkey. Booyah! Now. You're, you're drifting the ape territory, though, aren't you? Monkeys. Monkeys and apes. Very, very different on the nautical aspect. Are you <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm so happy I snuck you into the show, Sean. So you're saying that our magazine will specifically focus on just monkeys on yachts? It says what it does on the cover. I've never met more of a math teacher in my entire fucking life. You solve for X and nothing else. What if we want to put a gorilla on a banana boat? It's funny, because he's in the ape family. Apes like um, bananas. He's an ape. Banana boat. That would work, but it would have to be a little shoot-off project. Apes on boats, for example. Don't know what needs a bit of work, that one. Go monkey. Stick monkey. Don't, don't go off monkey. It's simple. Uh, to Sean's wife in the back of the room, you are a very understanding and loving woman. <laughs> we just made up a magazine and already I'm trying to uh, sell my shares and divest myself of the company while he's going chicken killer. It's Yacht Monkey! It's not Yacht Gorilla, not Yacht Chimpanzee, not Yacht Baboon. If the baboons with their red asses and their bullshit faces want to get on a boat, I'm not going to photograph it, and I'm not going to put it on this magazine that doesn't exist. I have something called integrity. Why? Because I lived till the year 2024, which is why 24 is my favorite number. I'm being Sean in this joke, by the way, which is why I brought up the number 24, <laughs> which, as we've already established, is his uh, favorite number. I brought it all the way back. It's called the callback. Most of you didn't laugh. That was a quality call. Thank you very much, Sean. I'm glad you're here. Your friend is the best because he's just looking at his knee. It is nice. It's well-shaped. Do you do a lot of lunges or curls, sir? No. You could have gone along with that like Sean does, but you are the anti-Sean. <laughs> is your name Nish? Sean backwards. Nah, yeah. No. See what I said? What is your name? Andrew. And what do you do for a living, Andrew? I'm an administrator. For a school? Yes. The school he works in? No. What does an administrator for a school do? Uh, <laughs> does it just mean you weren't very good at teaching, so they just let you handle the paper? Yes. Are you happy not to be around those stupid kids now, Andrew? Ecstatic. Back to Sean. <laughs> So, Sean, why is 24 your favorite number? One, two, three, four, six, eight, twelve, and 24. There you go. I think that was a haiku. <laughs> or some sort of weird code and the aliens are about to arrive. Either, are you a father, Sean? I am, yes. You look like a child's drawing of a father because you're wearing both khaki and short the uniform of any father when he's not working. You got a beer, your plans were almost disrupted and you nearly lost your fucking mind. Cause you, I could see you're like, I could have been on my sofa, I could have been watching Match of the Day, the wife would have been in the kitchen making some sort of weird arugula salad, I don't know what that is. You'd be looking at your last cover of a yachting monkey magazine before you were bought out by GQ and they just turned it into Esquire. And uh, that's how that magazine was founded by the way, I don't know if you guys knew that. You can read it in the book we wrote. <laughs> now, um, 
you guys didn't understand how clever that joke just was. Because we just made up a fact about something, and then I said you can read it in the book that we wrote, revealing that the fact is fake. I will explain the jokes as we go along. Will it slow me down? Not even a bit. Um, I'm going to go talk to some other people, Sean, but we'll talk to you in a little bit. Thank you, brother. For Sean, everybody. Sean. Now, there's a... Uh, there's a lady over here in the craziest cast I've ever seen. What, what happened to your wrist, miss? If you believe it, it's just a finger. That's just a finger? One finger is broken. Which one? I know. Her ring finger. Can, did, uh, does everyone see what I'm talking about? Like she, it's her, look at that. <laughs> right? That's not ring. Which doctor did you go to? I know. I woke up. And they, this is what they did to me. Wait a minute. Where did you wake up? <laughs> in the hospital. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, brother. Don't worry. I was a cop on a TV show one time. Then my film friend. Anyway, so what? How did you hurt your ring finger? Oh, I crashed into a car on my bike. Were you? Can you make that like a funnier story? <laughs> Luckily, I'm a comedian. Allow me to. So you are walking along through the whipped cream factory, and you slip on a banana peel, and you go wazzy 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 woo, and then like Hitler's there, because you remember like cartoons in like the 30s, they'd make fun of Hitler a lot. This is from a cartoon in the 30s. And then uh, Hitler comes up and you're like, not today, Hitler, and you chase after him, you blow him up with dynamite, but you use this finger to detonate the trigger, and it hurt that finger. Way better story than getting hit by a car on a bicycle. <laughs> okay, what? Was the car parked, or were you just really having a bad day? So you just wanted, you were, you were done with cars bullying all the, you cyclists around and you wanted to let them know how it feels. How nice was the car? Oh, she drove me to work today. Pardon me? Well, she drove me to work, but then somebody else drove me to work. Why did she drive you to work? Which she's like, you've damaged my car, you better pay for it quickly. What kind of car was she driving? Okay, so fuck it. Like a fly could have dented that. What was that, brother? Yes, it was. I like how you said that though. Shit box. Yeah. Piece of shit. Um, and who are you here with uh, this fine evening? What's your name? Pardon me. Uh, Kirsty. Kirsty. And Kirsty, who are you here with? Uh, my boyfriend, Andrew. Your boyfriend, Andrew. And Andrew, what was your reaction when you found out Kirsty hurt your ring finger, unable to accept the wedding ring that you were going to give her later <laughs> in the show? <laughs> what? What was that, brother? Bingo. I like Andrew a lot, because he totally dodged the, I implied that he was about to ask her to marry him, but just going, no, I'm not going to fucking play along with your sick game, asshole. <laughs> How long have you guys been dating? Six years. What's the fucking hurry, guys? Wait, how old are you guys? 25. Also 25? Yeah, yeah wait a couple of more years, because I have some friends who got married. When did you get married, Sean? Yeah, you don't want to be like this guy. <laughs> That's the right number, you think? See, I think... I, no, I, I want to have this discussion, because I think... Because I have a friend who got married at 19, and his... Did you get married at 19? And they are the happiest I've ever seen a married couple ever. Partly because they're like, we've never... Like, they don't have any context for dating or anything, they just met in high school and they were like, fuck it, let's just get married. It was basically a dare that went awry and then, <laughs> then her dad just suddenly paid for a wedding. But they're really, really happy because they think they didn't get out there, they didn't get influenced by all the other stuff. They were just like, it's you and me. And because they got married so young, they want to win. 
and they will not get divorced. Like, they've had a few fights, and I could see he's just ready to go, and she's just like, no, I'm going to win this because I'm not letting everyone who said at my wedding this is going to last two years win. We are going to die together if I have to <laughs> kill him first. And I think that that, like a lot of people are like, that doesn't sound very happy, but they are very happy. I never get the marriage hatred. People are always like, oh, never get married. You'll be tied down with all that commitment and warm spirit. Two people try to make it through life together as opposed to a solitary man eating crackers in a bathrobe at 4.45 and then he remembered he had to do a podcast. <laughs> I hope Sean's there or it's going to really drag for the first bit. Then he'll bring up that magazine we used to own and the audience will turn on us faster than if I just started spouting racial epithets. But don't worry, I'll win, it, win him back by bringing up a lady's injury. What do you do for, what do you do for a living, Kirstie? You're a PhD student. That's not going to be a good... Uh, that proves you're the toughest PhD student I've ever seen. You just walk in there both with a boyfriend and an injury as opposed to most PhD academics who are like, what's that, the sun? I don't think so. <laughs> As we, I, my, my mom is a professor. My best friend is in the midst of getting a PhD. I have two other friends who are in the midst of getting a PhD. And if, the if you ever say, like, oh, students are lazy, you can get fucked. People who are getting PhDs are literally tortured by professors. Like, on page seven, you used a semicolon in a way that I found was jajun. <laughs> Defend it. And you're like, I don't understand. What? Page seven is a photo of a duck. <laughs> oh, you don't know what I mean then. That'll be brought up later. And he's like, what the fuck? Do you, like, you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Because where are you in the PhD at this point? Uh, I'm going to the fourth year. He's going to the fourth year. So you're in like the defense, write your thesis. They're shitting in your soul and saying things like, you call this an idea, I call it shit, Kirsty. So the reason why you hit that car was not because of bicycling accident. It was because you were thinking about your, your thesis supervisor, Doug McKenna. Is that his name? <laughs> That's not the answer to my goddamn question, Kirsty. <laughs> What is his name? Uh, he is actually a she. He is actually a sh so You can just say it's a woman. You don't have to say he. What, is he transgender? Is he transitioning? <laughs> no. I like how you're. No. He could be transitioning. The world is a brand new place. I've never asked her, actually. You never asked her? Is she kind of got the signs of someone who's transitioning and that they have the need? I like you, Kirsty. You're a very open spirit. If you weren't dating Andrew, I still wouldn't go anywhere near you because I fear hurting you more with my lumbrous body. Uh, <laughs> but I'm putting it out there. That Darcy lady got me all riled. Ooh. <laughs> she looked like a kind of lady who would run in and dance during a 1960s sketch show. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't know if you guys have ever seen clips from television in the 60s, but it's kind of like what your television like was until about five years ago, where it just felt like no one was watching the cameras. Like you, and you can all stare at me. I've watched Bullseye. What the fuck was that? <laughs> What are you playing for? They were playing for a caravan. I come from North America where it's like, identify what goes in your shoes, you will win one million dollars. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I can see my shoes. What goes in my shoes? Socks, sock, what go? Hands, I'm gonna go with hands. I'm sorry, you only win $500,000. And then you watch Mastermind in the UK, and they're playing for nothing, and the questions are like, how would you untie the Gordian knot? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Your family will be killed. And <laughs> next question, solve pi to the 5,000th number. I, um, uh, uh, 
Is it seven? It's not. It's four. It's not. I had no idea, but I fucking got him, didn't I? <laughs> I know. 3.16. What? Is it 3.14? There's a six in there somewhere, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's the nice thing about pi. You'll be right eventually. You just have to wait. So 3.14. How far can how far can you go? 3.142. That's it. That's it. <laughs> how old are the students you're teaching math to? I yeah, I'm not good at math. Ooh, I'm very insulted. You should watch me try and do my taxes. Here's what it is. I take all my receipts, I put them in a box, and I hand it to my accountant and go, just let me know how much. <laughs> you could, like, just make up a number. I'll give, they, you could say it's one bajiggity thousand pounds, and I'd be like, I don't have that much. It's going to take me a while to get it together. I don't fucking know. So 3.142. So you learn, you learn, when do they teach pi to students in the UK? Because I learned it when I was like 16. Thank you, Canadian public schools. We're very busy learning how to create fire and how to make igloos and how to stop the bears from getting us. So <laughs> I thank you, some of you who didn't laugh at that because you know that that's not true. And, but some of you that did, miss, how dare you? You're a learned lady. You must have seen an episode of Do South. <laughs> have you never seen Do South? Oh, yeah. Did you love it? That Ray and that sexy Benton Fraser with that lovely realm. <laughs> you got me all hot, Bob. You were more of a Ray guy? You liked the, like the comb over and the green car? What's your name, miss? Beautiful name, Lindsay. And what do you do for a living, Lindsay, besides lust for Benton Fraser? I'm a civil servant. You're a civil servant. Which is why I like Mounties? Mm. You wanted to get mounted by a Mountie? <laughs> I would like to point out that a lot of the audience is being very ageist because you are slightly older and they don't like thinking of you in sexual situations. And I find that very rude because guess what? Fuck till you die. That's my motto. <laughs> yeah, that's why I got it tattooed on my chest during an unfortunate visit to Vegas. Thank you, Lindsay, for laughing at that and being the only one to laugh at it while the rest of them stared at me very uncomfortably. <laughs> I want you guys to know that I will go longer and slow down if you don't just start laughing needlessly. I will talk about Lindsay's vagina even more to make you more uncomfortable <laughs> until your head literally explodes. I like that you're laughing, but you're keeping it quiet. <laughs> you're just going, because <laughs> who are you here with? Your daughter. I could see you're like, I'm going to laugh at that, but I don't want to laugh with my daughter because that's fucking weird. <laughs> I dig it. And so you did get married at 19 years old. Hey, brother, how are you? I am not the rowing man. Anytime. <laughs> Would you like to hear about a yachting magazine, though? <laughs> what the fuck was that? It's the old man from The Old Man and the Sea popped in. The Old Man in the Sea is a book by Ernest Hemingway. It is the story of an old Cuban fisherman who goes out to get a fish, but he catches too big of a fish, and the sharks all eat it, and then he's sad. I know you're thinking, John, you just ruined that book. No, I didn't. I brought up all the good parts, and not the two hours you have to read where he's just describing a wave, because Ernest Hemingway would not shut the fuck up. <laughs> Thank you, brother. I didn't think I'd get an <laughs> Ernest Hemingway back up from you, but I'm glad I fucking did. What is your name, my man? Jim. Jim? Jim, where are you from? Get the fuck out of here. I had no idea. That was a joke. Now, uh, <laughs> I, um, I love Glasgow. Glasgow has the worst reputation of any town in the entire world. Like, you literally get told if you go to Glasgow, you'll get fucked by a razor blade and then told to eat a baby. And then you get there and they're like, listen, the good tapas place is full, so we have to go to the mediocre tapas place. <laughs> and then all I'm thinking is, what the fuck is tapas, first of all? And where in Glasgow do you live? 
canvas line. I don't know what that means, so I'm going to choose. Is it a nice play? Good answer. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you're a wrestling fan? I was back in the day. And now you're just a man? Yeah. Are you married? No. Single? What? Single? No, my girlfriend's hiding up there. Your girlfriend's hiding up there? So the relationship's going really well. How long have you guys been together? <laughs> Where's his girlfriend? Miss, how long have you guys been together? Four years. Four years! Four years! It's uh, half of his favorite number. How did you not remember it? Uh, you're in trouble. It's the second number in pi, my friend. Third number. <laughs> Fuck. I am really bad at math. I can do most multiplication tables. Five times five. Twenty-five. Thank you. Is that right? Yeah, he was. Good. Four years. And how did you meet your beautiful... What's her name? Uh, Joe. <sighs> Lucky you got that one. That's one down. Sean, I think that was your wife, so... <laughs> did you just say it? Was that Sean's wife? No, it was not your wife at all. She's going to the bar. <laughs> Didn't, don't believe him, do you, miss? What's your name? Sharon and Sean? Oh, fuck off. Open a bed and breakfast. I'll stay forever. <laughs> and, uh, and Sharon, how did, you, how did you meet Sean? Um, on a holiday. On a holiday. Oh, you romance her. She came up to you, didn't she? What happened? Club 1830? <laughs> what the fuck is that, miss? Sharon, what is Club 1830? That's a way too big of an age gap for a fuck vacation. <laughs> 18 to 30, 25 to 30 is fine, 18 to 25, but 30 year olds walking up to an 18 year old, hey, would you like to know what it was like when you, the year you were born and I was 12 years old? Because I can let you know about that. Because 18, you're still very much, oh, how, how, old, how old are you on the vacation, John? And how old was she? Yeah. <laughs> You're going to regret that later when she shits in your cereal, but... Uh, how old were you, Miss, on the, uh, on the vacation? You're 19. How age-appropriate. It is very nice. And who came up to who? You just, you're just fucking hammered, weren't you? We came together and it was just meant to be. Oh. He just saved it from the... <laughs> what did your friend just say to you? Because I... It no, went. Oh, she walked out. Yeah. Andrew, your wife's gone. Hap, are you, how do you feel about it? It's fine. There's not the wife. Who was that woman? <laughs> Your partner. You just don't like to cooperate, do you, Andrew? <laughs> you are the perfect school administrator, because anytime someone comes in... Can I get the 4528 form? Uh, can I get the transcript for Bill McCullough? Yes. How long until I get that transcript? Tomorrow. Will it really be tomorrow? Yes. Tomorrow is Sunday. Okay. 
You will work through the night. Andrew, I love you most. He's a great fucking guy. Isn't it a fun name to say? It's the uh, it's the alias my friend Paul Harrison came up with whenever he gets stopped for the by the cops for speeding because for a time in the small town we lived in called Ottawa the cops wouldn't necessarily um, look at your driver's license they just ask you your name and so we figured out he could say fake names like Bill McCullough and then he used this other friend Andrew Gonis's name the one thing he forgot was there was only four cops in our neighborhood so they all figured it out <laughs> and then they and one of them went well if it isn't Bill McCullough what is your goddamn name and. <laughs> And then they impounded his dad's car. And uh, I, uh, his dad walks with a cane, and he threw the cane at Paul's head and then chased him around the garden. It was the greatest <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Because I did not think that Tony had it in him. And he was, like, and Paul is like, like the only guy I know. He has like muscles and like abs and does no working out. And he was running so fast. And Tony played football for a lot of years, but has a bum hip. And he was just like, you got the van. He's from Leeds. I can't do a Leeds accent. But when he yells, he just goes, oh, you cock. You got my van impounded. And he threw the cane at the wall, missed Paul. And Paul just went, I'm getting out of here. And starts running through the garden, and then Tony just darts after him and starts running after him. And then Paul's mom comes out onto the balcony like a Shakespearean character and is yelling at Tony not to run to hurt his hip. And then Tony's yelling at her while trying to attack his son. And then Paul hops over a fence and uh, and ran away. And then when he came back, uh, Tony had fallen asleep on the sofa, and he wrote him a note that says, "I'm sorry about your car, Dad." And Tony still brings up the note saying it was a van. Technically, you shouldn't be driving if you don't even know what the vehicle is called. <laughs> Because he is from the United Kingdom, and you guys are a stickler for language. Is that right? True. That's it. You're a father? I am. Worst thing your kids have ever done? Um, oh, it's going to be a good one, because he's going through a list of stuff. Sharon, <laughs> worst thing your son or daughter's ever done? <laughs> oh, God, what did he do? Just pick the best one. Yeah, yeah. Worst thing I ever did is I got uh, caught trespassing on the roof of my old elementary school. Um, friends of mine wanted to go smoke weed up there. I didn't smoke weed at the time. I just wanted to go up on the roof. And I went up on the roof, but I didn't know that the janitor was still in the school. So the janitor caught me. And uh, he said, we can either call the police and you'll get a ticket for trespassing or you'll call your mom. And I said, let's call the police, please. And then he was like, all right, we're calling your mom. And I was like, no, I want to call the police. We're not going. Because I was like, she'll kill me. If I get brought home, oh, it was also my birthday and my family was still at my house, so I'd be brought home uh, um, by the police to my birthday. So they call my mom and uh, she sends my grandmother to come get me and she's from Glasgow and she don't fuck around. And she walked in and said, where's the perpetrator? And she grabbed me by the wrist and she walked me down the street to my mom's house and was stopping strangers and went, my grandson, he used to be a good boy. Now he commits crimes and then just got me to my house and then sat me on the front lawn and went, now you sit there and think about what you've done. Now I'm gonna go tell the neighbors what you've done. And she started knocking on doors and pointing <laughs> at me and going, he's a trespasser. <laughs> and like the third neighbor my on the other side, Mr. Connors finally went, miss, I don't know who you are and w w why are you telling me that? He's on his property and it was a weird story. I thought it would get a laugh <laughs> as opposed to this fun staring contest you guys keep going with. I'm aware of how hot it is. I feel like I'm killing. Not based on this, but don't worry. Me and Sean are having a nice time. Right, Sean? Absolutely. See? I don't need you guys. I got my friend Sean from Newcastle. Lovely part of the world. Anybody, Anybody here from Newcastle? <laughs> it's just your wife. <laughs> Anybody here from Scotland? <laughs> now that's a Scottish welcoming if I've ever heard one. 
Scotland, are you in the house? We are, but we do, do not wish to be identified. <laughs> the English have a list. I, um, I do like being in Scotland this year, because the last few years there's always been tension coming into Scotland. Like at first it was like the tram still not being built, and then it was independence election next year, and then it was the independence election, and as a Canadian living in England, I just didn't talk about it for fear I'd say the wrong thing, like, Alex Salmon, what's he all about? Donald Trump, golf course. And uh, so she didn't say anything. But now being here where you guys are just strutting around being like, we took over parliament. We don't look like dickheads. Our tram works. What's up? Who wants some biscuits? Flat sausage better. Tweed's appropriate no matter the situation. Yes, they're called a kilt. And if you wear it and you're not born in Scotland, we'll call you a cunt. Scotland rules. I really enjoy it. Yes, we're drinking in the daytime. It's called a festival. Make more one junkie joke, and we'll bring up all the boroughs in London that look like a bomb went off. Anyway, back to you. <laughs> Did you like my little song? Loved it. You thought I thought you were going to say something negative, and then you said something positive. No, the tongue was firmly in the cheek, but I loved it. I love you. <laughs> uh, hmm. Oh, oh. Hashtag awkward. We're not on Twitter, Sean. <laughs> Wait a minute, are you on Twitter? To be fair, you should be on Twitter because that's the way you w get yourself out there, man. Get yourself on Twitter. I am on Twitter, but I'm not I am on Twitter, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like you and I are currently not on Twitter. Do you think we're on Twitter right now? Hashtag Yacht Monkeys on Twitter. Oh, fuck, I'm starting that Twitter account as soon as I get home. Did you already start it? Hashtag Yacht Monkeys Magazine. All right. Back to you. What's the worst thing your son or daughter's ever done? To be fair, that two, I've got two boys, and they're both good lads. Um, but boys will be boys. Like, I was a teenager, and you poop on some weird stuff and do some weird shit. Yeah, but the, the 21 and 18, or nearly 18, and I probably don't know the worst stuff they've done. That's the, that's the scary thing. What's the worst thing you suspect they've done? Probably murdered a horse. I'm really glad he didn't start stop at H-O in the word horse. But why do you think, why do you suspect they murdered a horse? We've all done it, to be fair, haven't we? No! I get my glue the newfangled way, from the store. Not, I, don't, I don't walk into a farmer's yard with a pot, a knife, and time. That joke is funny because you get glue from horses' hooves boiling it down, and it's very tacky. And how they traditionally used to get it is they'd cut off the hooves, boil it down for glue. Why my joke is funny, because I imply I just get my glue from the store, as opposed to Sean, who <laughs> walks to a farm and just boils a horse's hoof. Worst time to walk in, because it just sounds like I'm giving... <laughs> Thank you very much for the most Scottish thing I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> it's like the Bahamas in here! Black, confusing, and full of white people. <laughs> Uh, I'm having a nice time. Are you having a nice time, Sean? I am, yes. All right. Have you actually ever killed a horse? I, I feel as if I'm on my own now, but... You know, you know when a horse really pisses you off? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and you've just got a, like a spanner in your hand, and you think, fuck you. What part of Newcastle do you live in? The West End. I don't know what that means. A lot of horses? No, not now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Of all the famous horses in the world, which one do you want to kill? I'll go for I'll go first. Zorro's ho horse. He wouldn't see it coming. Well, there was Shergo, but that's gone. I don't know what that means. Explain. <laughs> Shergo. Well, t interact with somebody else. They'll they'll tell you about Shergo. Who is Shergo? Who is Shergon? I have no idea. Shergon. Shergar was a racehorse back in like the 1980s, 1970s. Eighties. Yeah, and and the horse is dead. The horse is dead. He he won the national like. Did he win that weird thing you guys do in like April, where you get the horses to jump over hedges, and it's the creepiest weird thing because it just likes you guys just aired. 10 minutes of horse murder on TV, and then everyone gambles on What's that called? Grand the Grand National. You need to warn Canadians about that before they put a, a pound bet on it and say, we're going to watch a horse race. Because I was really excited. I was in Glasgow. We were in a bar. Everyone's like in suits all excited. And I'm like, I love a little like cheap gambling. This is going to be awesome. And I love horse racing because they just go around a circle. And I always think the jockeys look really cute because they're just like, they think they're doing something. They're like hitting the horse. And I can always see the horse's eyes just being like, will you fuck off? I got this. And <laughs> if you weren't here, it'd be going a lot better, actually. And, and they're running along the track and stuff like that. And then the Grand National, I was like starting. And then the camera just panned to that wall and I was like well that's gonna move out of the way isn't it <laughs> and then it didn't and it was just awful and it didn't get because I thought it was just one hurdle and like the eight people that survived then continue on a nice race it just keeps happening and then just one guy wins but the jockey's so scarred from losing like 40 of his friends he's just like I want to um I want to go throw up in a bucket I'll see you guys later <laughs> which brings me to this as a uh, I'm a hockey fan pro wrestling fan, and I'm done with getting talked down to about those being my favorite sports, because you guys talk about cricket, rugby, football being exciting. They're not nearly as exciting as hockey, because hockey is like the grand national of people. It's a bunch of guys in plastic hats punching each other on ice. So if you love seeing a horse run over a hedge, you'll love seeing that. I know what you're thinking, John. Are you going to get to a point? No, I'm going to uh, say one more thing to Lindsay, and then we're going to get out of here because I actually can feel sweat coming out of my literal asshole right now. <laughs> or I've just shit my pants. Either way, we don't want to remain here much longer. A couple of things. I know what you're thinking, John, I've had such a good time. I would like to pay for the show. Well, good luck. You're in luck, my friends, because it's free to get in. It is not free to get out. <laughs> Thank you for laughing with me at that hilarious comment. Um, and, it, and we're not talking like a 2 p a couple of pounds, guys. You pay eight quid to see another show. Come and see this one. It's gone r relatively well. We've learned about the number 24, the Grand National. And Lindsay, you've been just a fucking good egg, just chuckling at everything. But we haven't spoken to your friend. Who's Who are you here with, Lindsay? My friend, Teresa. Teresa? Mm. Teresa or Torito, either way. <laughs> I kind of hope it's Torito. Teresa. Her name, Torita San Domingo. <laughs> Teresa? Hi, Teresa. And, Teresa, what is your favorite color? Purple. Which one? Purple. purple. Why purple? I find purple very alarming. Purple Going through a purple phase? <laughs> Are you eating a lot of aubergines? <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't, right? Listen, grill them after you put a little flour on them and fry them up, mm -hmm, like little chips. Follow-up question, Teresa. What do you do for a living? Property manager. So property manager. So are you a landlord in Edinburgh? Yes. Are you? 
As an artist who comes here every August, can I just say, go fuck yourself? <laughs> how, how expensive are your flats in, let's say, June? What, what, what kind of property do you manage? I don't do festival lets. You don't do fat? No. Then what do you do? Long-term lets. Long-term lets? You're a very seductive yet quiet person, Teresa. <laughs> You're like if an ocelot could talk. I want to ask questions, but you will give me no answers. So I think the final word will be yours, Teresa. Piece of advice, something you could spread to the entire internet who are listening in, anything you want to say. You could plug your company. You could apologize for putting your goddamn crisp <laughs> thing in my fucking bucket. Why do people always phone the mother when the children are in trouble? Why do people always phone the mother when the children are in trouble? I don't know, I don't have any kids, but we can ask a teacher. <laughs> Sean, why do you always phone the mother when the, t uh, the kids are in trouble? Because, like you said earlier, Bit of a callback. Make it quality. You didn't want the police involved. You didn't. You wanted the police involved rather than your mother, because the mother would give you hell. Yeah, because you see, if they'd called the police, I know the police would have held something back. My mother's still bringing up that day. She's visiting <laughs> Edinburgh right now, and she saw some people climb onto a roof, and she said, "Remember when you did that, and the p people called me? That was very embarrassing for you, not me. I'm a good person." <laughs> Well, ladies and gentlemen, you've been an amazing audience. Quiet, but still beautiful. A lot of smilers and shakers, but I dug it. Especially you, miss. You had a nice time, but you did a lot of that. Mm, I liked that. <laughs> it was nice to watch. And the, the gentleman behind you got walked in here so full of vinegar and pep, and you just wilted like a couple of flowers. <laughs> the three of you, if I were ever casting bank robbers in a movie, it would be you three guys. Like, you'd be the smart one, you'd be like the attractive one that distracts the teller, and then you're X-Factor. Because you almost have a unibrow, and you can't ever trust that guy completely. <laughs> like, you've bitten someone, sort of as a joke, and also to see what it feels like, right? Yeah, see how he had to stop for a second there? That was him repressing the memory. Follow-up question, what is your name? Owen? Yeah. Name of my former favorite wrestler, Owen Hart. Um, and Owen? Where are you from? Dublin. Dublin? Yeah. A part of Dublin? Uh, Love it. <laughs> Said a man who's never been to Dublin. Now, is your favorite thing about being Irish when an American comes over to Ireland and says that they're Irish? Uh, no. <laughs> this is why I love the Irish, is that they can't tell a lie, but it always sounds like they are. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm fine. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> What'd you do last night? Nothing. <laughs> Where were you last night? M my flat. <laughs> and Owen, who are you here with? Your two best friends in the world? Uh, yeah. Aww. Aww. Which one? Well, which one do you like more? <laughs> Don't fucking lie to me. <laughs> All right. It's a Batman Forever situation. They're both, uh, yeah, thank you four nerds for getting that stellar <laughs> reference. Um, and so they're in those two tubes and they're gonna fall into that weird pit. And uh, which one are you gonna pick? You can only pick one. Okay. 
All right, so both of these people are trapped and they're in a situation where they're both in these like plastic tubes over a cliff and you have to pick one to save, but the other one, you cannot pick both. To not save. You just let them plummet instead of admitting that you like one of them more. I didn't know you could do that, but yes, you can. And may I say, that's the darkest solution to something I've ever heard. You could pick one of these people to live. No, kill them both. He wouldn't help me move, and he wouldn't pick me up at the airport, so fuck him! Who's picking up the rounds now, fuck faces? Guess you're gonna be having a lot of beers on the rocks! Because they're on a cliff. Now, finally, Owen, um, you still live in Dublin? What brought you over to Edinburgh? To visit? Brian? Brian? What do you do here, Brian? Very good. Wait, what? <laughs> you know, we're, we're for an investment fund? What are you investing in? What the fuck does that mean, man? <laughs> Sean, any idea? No idea. I'll find out, brother. <laughs> what is an emerging market equity? Uh, so like a buying a company in Guam. I would just suggest that. That's probably an emerging market. So probably buying companies in China up until this week when their currency turned into fire, right? Yes. Good. <laughs> yeah, I know just enough about economics to really piss off anyone who knows anything about business because I'm that guy who reads like two gardening articles and it's like, so we should probably go socialist, right? And end this capitalist re uh, regime? No, that would be very bad. I don't know. I read one article about it. <laughs> and it also had a pretty good recipe for scones. So I think I'm right. Favorite newspaper, Brian? Uh, Financial, Financial Times. Good answer. I go Mad Magazine. <laughs> but we both read our trade newspapers. Finally, Sean. Final, final word of the show. Final word. final word of the show. Anything you want to say? Shout out to that favorite horse you killed. Say something lovely about your wife. Whatever you'd like to do. Maybe solve for pie to the eighth numerical. I don't know it either. Anything you want to say, my friend, the floor is yours. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been an absolute pleasure to be part of this tonight. Go forth and enjoy yourselves. Drink more beer, drink more wine, and laugh more and love more. What a lovely wedding toast. Sean, everybody! Thank you so much for being here for the Anything Can Be a Podcast podcast. I'll see you over there. Have a good Saturday. Bye-bye! <laughs>